The COVID-19 pandemic has changed life for all of us. But even before this, we were already fighting an epidemic, the battle against chronic disease. And those with chronic diseases are at highest risk of contracting severe coronavirus infections. So how do we protect ourselves during these uncertain times? But more importantly, how do we view health? Welcome to the Glass Half Healthy Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jonar, a physician board certified in internal medicine and certified in lifestyle medicine. In this podcast, I want to address the current crisis of chronic disease and to challenge the conventional attitude towards health. We will be exploring these issues with thought-provoking guests to help redefine what health should mean for all of us. I hope to inspire you to take action towards a happier, thriving life because good health comes to those who expect it. What is up, everyone? I am your host, Dr. Jonar, and this is my podcast, The Glass Half Healthy. Welcome to all my loyal fans out there and for first-time listeners to my podcast, ranked in the best 21 medical podcasts to subscribe to in 2021 by Board Vitals. I am 100% appreciative of everyone's support out here, and on this episode, we have the wonderful Stacy Heine, nutritionist and founder of The Urban Pharmacy. But before we get to that, a word from our sponsor. This episode of The Glass Half Healthy was brought to you by Bananas. They're rich in potassium, a mineral vital for your cardiovascular health and overall health. The benefits are crazy, or should I say, bananas. Bananas. Get them wherever fresh produce is sold. Okay, back to the pod. This is our 39th episode, and the title is Put Plants on Your Plate with Stacey Heine. As I mentioned on last episode, this fall of 2021 marks my fourth year of eating plant-based. And to honor this momentous occasion, I wanted to offer listeners a way to prepare healthy and expensive and tasty plant-based meals in a practical, doable way. And to continue on that theme, I invited Stacy on to motivate you into action, taking these ideas of meal planning and really applying them into practice. Stacy is a certified holistic nutritionist, lifestyle wellness mentor, and founder of The Urban Pharmacy. She's also a licensed Food for Life instructor with the Physicians Committee, clean beauty mentor, and low-tox living advocate. Stacy educates people in general on how to rise higher each day through holistic lifestyle changes, including incorporating whole food plant-based nutrition. On this episode, she talks to me about how her discovery of the mind-body connection and the harsh realities of animal agriculture influenced her passion for healthy living. Stacy offers her take on whole food plant-based nutrition as the cornerstone for optimizing health and longevity. She also addresses the common obstacles to healthier nutrition that she sees in her daily work as a nutritionist and as a licensed food for life instructor. Stacy then identifies the keys to a successful transition from the standard American diet filled with processed foods and animal products to a more whole food plant-based nutrition. And to dig deeper, she specifically discusses how working with your mindset and setting yourself up with a successful environment plays such a huge role in all of this. 
We have much to get into, so let's enter the pod with Stacey Heine. Thank you so much for being here. You know, we serendipitously met online and so glad we did because what I love about you is your presence and positivity for healthy living. And, you know, you're a holistic nutritionist and a licensed food for life instructor with the Physician Committee for Responsible Medicine and an advocate for environmental toxin awareness and personal care products. So welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here and honored to spend this time with you. Yeah, no, the honor is all mine. Okay, so I know a bit of your background, you know, already having met you online, but also following you on your social media account. You have a very compelling story, but for some of my listeners that may not know you yet, can you take us back to that pivotal moment in time, you know, in your life when you first began discovering your passion for healthy living and how that all came together for you? Yeah, I can. I will try to make it short, but it was probably about it was probably about 15 or 16 years ago. I was around 20 years old and 19, 20 years old. And I actually started getting into Pilates and I, uh -huh. I started doing like 20 minute Pilates videos every day. And that uh -huh. actually started my journey through the mind body connection. Uh -huh. um, and also uh, I was going to school for exercise science. So I kind of started getting into just the athletic side of connecting to my body. And then it kind of unfolded from that to, to documentaries. So I, I was simultaneously around that time watching documentaries and I became aware of how food was grown and also how food was, you know, came to be on our plate. And, mm -hmm. um, I, I started learning more about the animal agriculture industry and was very turned off to uh, all of that. Um, so I kind of mm -hmm. just over the last 15 years, it has been like one thing after the other, but it started with mind body. Then it was documentaries. Then it was animal reasons that I actually quit um, eating animal products. Then just a few years after that, I, I dropped dairy because I realized that I was feeling horrible within my own body because I was inflamed all the time. Mm -hmm. And it was just like a one thing after the other domino effect. And I then got into learning about nutrition and, um, I, you know, it was, it was dropping meat, dropping eggs, dropping dairy, dropping fish. And I started to just feel better and better and better. And then one of the other pivotal moments, a few years after that, with, I was about 24 years old, was reading Alicia Silverstone's book called The Kind Diet. And mm -hmm. she then uh, opened my eyes to even more, more reasons to live more plant-based, plant-forward you know, just the energy that you're putting out into the world, the energy that you're consuming, and then also learning about the pesticides and all of the antibiotics and, you know, things that I don't want to be, be consuming on a normal basis. So her book was super eye-opening as well. So it was really majorly mind-body connection first. Then it was Alicia Silverstone, truly major impact on me. And then it's just been my self-learning um, over the last decade and self-transformation and transformation for my now husband as well um, that has really just kind of led us down this path that I want to continually heal and feel better and heal the earth and um, heal other people. For sure. I mean, that's an inspiring story. You know, 
having a lot of my guests on this show, you know, some of this comes from just like a pivotal moment, but I kind of like how yours was kind of a stepwise progression towards this, you know, full experiencing like wholesomeness with eating plants and, you know, getting rid of animal products like bit by bit. And, you know, honestly, I think that the majority of the people out there, whether, you know, you're either, and I actually posted this on my social media account a couple days ago about like figuring out the type of person you are, whether you're the person that needs to just go all in full force yeah. or gradually, you know, through the process, because I, th I think part of it is just kind of knowing who you are and then, mm -hmm. you know, learning through time you know and you know kind of being be, you know being kind to yourself too through, through the whole process but you know and as i mentioned too i have a lot of doctors as guests on the show but i am very honored to have you because you are the first ever nutritionist on the podcast oh yay. yeah yay. <laughs> so you know and, and it's it's interesting yeah. because so this area of nutrition is something that i feel like is very much lacking in mm -hmm. medical education yeah. it's need of major addressing and revamping you know i just had dr soraya stancic on the show she wrote a book recently yes. and released it called you know what's missing from medicine and she talks a lot mm -hmm. about this whole aspect so doctors really deserve to learn more about nutrition so from Absolutely. your own expertise in nutrition why is it important and specifically you know whole food plant-based nutrition the cornerstone of optimizing our health and vitality Oh, gosh. Um, let me go back to you saying how important it is to understand your why and kind of in your story, because that's something that I help women under try to understand through, you know, lifestyle transformation. And I really do think that that that's really why I am so passionate about what I do and really why I want the industry to shift and why I think it's so important that doctors and, and wellness practitioners are spreading this information is because it is for, I think every person, every single thing that lives on this earth wants to live as long as possible. And sure. if we can maximize our time on earth, let's do it. And you know what, the best way to do that is through evidence-based nutrition, pumping our body with phytonutrients that are going to, uh, you know, fight um, environmental toxins even that we're exposed to on a daily basis, we need to continually be eating as though we are detoxing our body because we are consistently exposed to toxins on a daily basis, whether that be through the food that we're eating or the air that we're breathing or the water that we're drinking, we must make sure that we are giving ourselves the best fighting chance. And that includes our children, right? So that's actually Most one definitely. of the reasons why... Yeah. Yeah, I, I was really wanting to get licensed as a food for life instructor and not just be a nutritionist, which is wonderful, but I want to be part of the the shift to help even doctors that are unaware learn about how to help their patients the best way. And that's what we do as food for, sure. for life instructors. You know, we give this evidence-based nutrition out we put it out to the world, thanks to Dr. Barnard. He gives us mm -hmm. the tools that we need and then we cook and we show how you know accessible it can be for every person no matter where they live or their demographic etc so my whole reason is because i want to live a really long life i want to be here for my child and i want to help everybody that i can learn how to put more plants on their plate i love that answer you know and it makes me think of 
Dr. Katz's, and also Dr. Dean Ornish, they both say this, adding years to your life and life to your years, you know, yes, that, sure. that it totally rings with what you just said, because at the end of the day, we just want to live vibrant lives. And, you know, we have limited lives. We don't live forever, but why not live as long as we can by putting in nourishing, you know, food into our bodies to help us achieve that goal? You know, absolutely. Yes. So, you know, before the pandemic, you know, there was and, and still is the epidemic of chronic disease for which our lifestyle, particularly nutrition, play a huge role. Right. So mm -hmm. as a licensed food for life instructor, what would you say are the major obstacles that we face as a society as a whole to battle this from a nutrition standpoint? Society um, and that is loaded, right? But I yeah. think so much of it has to do with our environment, which is also something that I teach. It has to do with agenda. And I'm not trying to be, you know, like uh, this isn't coming from a conspiracy standpoint. This is coming from facts. We only revamp the food pyramid every five years. You know, my husband and I are in the organic farming industry and actually, mm -hmm. you know, we we know what it takes to actually um, grow organically, grow um, certified, you know, like pesticide free. There are different tiers. And to be honest, we aren't protected when it comes to the food that we're being fed. And I think there's a big gap in the you know, the school lunch system and how our doctors are being educated. Uh, you know, most doctors are, most medical doctors are getting four hours of nutrition. That is a huge issue. I think we need to increase that so that we can take a more lifestyle approach instead of just an allopathic approach in treatment. So I think that the major need is education and shifting the society as a whole so that we can all i i think there's just a huge lack in in education and sure yeah i mean that's my and answer it, you I, know, it, it's, it's uh loaded. it's multifaceted right like it's multifactorial yeah. you hit on some great points there you know the the whole food pyramid but you know also starting with the kids school lunch systems yeah. across yeah. the country right yeah and then the 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 kids quote unquote who are learning to treat patients who are the medical students, like starting yeah. with them first, right? Mm -hmm. So that it increases the the knowledge and awareness and like comes down to what you were saying, education, just, you right. know, making people educated and, you know, doing that from the top, top down, you know? Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. I think you hit on some really great points and, it, you know, and then how about just from like an individual level, let's, let's just say, society aside, individual level, what do you think are the common obstacles or barriers to healthy living, like in our current society? That's a good question. I think that our pricing on our food is flipped upside down. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, animal products that are given commodity crops that are, you know, pennies on the dollar versus a head of broccoli that's like $5. I don't think that it's accessible for enough people to eat healthfully. And I don't think it's 
also, I think it's very unfair for, for people whose taste buds are completely hijacked from this processed food that is also given via like food stamps and stuff like that. You know, I think that our, unfortunately our government is setting people up for failure. Um, I mean, we're doing the best we can, I think, but, uh, at the same time, I don't think that we're, we're doing it right. I think that instead of giving a gallon of milk, I think, you know, cow's milk for free, I think we need to be looking at plant-based options and, um, more whole plant foods. Uh, I'm, I've seen a little bit of that going on with um, our farmer's market locally. There are uh-huh. some programs that families can come to and get some fresh produce, but it's so limited. Um, sure. So personally, I just think, I think that honestly, trying to access everybody is the hardest part of this. Um, not just, you know, communities that might be able to afford more healthful options, but reaching everyone. For sure. For sure. I mean, you know, that's that whole concept of food deserts, you know, and all yeah. these fast food restaurants that are around these communities where it, it it's easy to buy off the dollar menu. You know, for like sure. why why go eat broccoli, for example, that's like, you know, way more expensive than you still have to cook it where, you know, some some kid can go buy, you know, a dollar cheeseburger at McDonald's like yeah, it's a no brainer for them. And, they, and yeah. it, they, they don't think twice about it, but like in the long run, it has huge ramifications. It does. So, I mean, I, I, I totally agree with what you said. I grew up, you know, on, <laughs> I grew up on fast food. Like I, yeah. I know what it feels like to be in that trap. And it just makes me feel so bad because these foods are literally just turning into liquid and to, into the people who's eating it, you know, their mouth. And it's, totally hijacking their their taste buds it's hijacking their cellular system it's messing up all the systems their gut brain axis so they can't make the choices you know that are better for their bodies because they're just in the trap in the pleasure trap (laughs) yeah great book by the way great great book so again you know as a nutritionist i'm sure you've worked with some people who you know eat the standard american diet you know, and they're faced with, you know, common chronic diseases themselves. But mm-hmm. some of them may be reluctant, you know, or even dismissive towards attempting eating more plants, you know, plant-based yeah. lifestyle. So what do you say to these sort of people? Mm-hmm. So first off, we have to find their why. That's the first step. We have to find their why and then also start working on habits and understanding the cycle of habits and choices that they're making on a daily basis. So I think a lot of it, um, it starts with that, but then also setting their environment up for success, um, such as what's in their home. You know, a lot of people in this world, uh, in this plant-based world, or just in the healthy living world in general, will say, if it's in your home, or if it's in your house, it's in your mouth. Um, Mm. So, you know, set yourself up. Yeah, set yourself up for success by taking the triggers out, which again has a lot to do with the habits and the habit cycle. But, you know, my suggestion for them is to, again, first figure out their why, because without a a why, they're honestly just going into this lifestyle or into a change with no 
driving force. And honestly, at the end of the day, they will fail. They won't be able to stick to it long-term. So they need to find a why, a deep down desire. Is it because they want to live you know, longer? Is it because they want to have more energy for their kids? Is it because they want to feel better in their own body? Like what is their why? Find that first and then set yourself up for success environmentally, take a different route on the way home. If you have a trigger on a bad day to go to fast food, take a different route. Again, that has to do with environment, but then also making sure that the foods that they are eating, maybe instead of looking at as a, I'm taking this away approach, look at it as more like a, I'm going to replace this approach, such as one of my clients um, made lasagna with tofu as ricotta because she has a really big, you know, a really big like uh, attachment to dairy, which I did too. I totally understand how she feels, but she swapped that out, loves it. And that's a success. We're going to celebrate that. And then we're going to continue making that dish. And we're going to then continue building on, okay, what can we we replace next instead of how what we're taking away. So I like to look at it in an abundance way. Like what can we replace? Sure. What can we add versus what are we taking away? Yeah. You know, I love those points. Like, you know, let's go back to the why. I think that, you know, when some people think about this, they don't even know that they're, you know, unaware of their choices on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, these habits have built up over time. So being able to kind of step back and figure out like, you know, what your purpose is, what drives you, I think is super important. And this isn't just like foo-foo stuff. This is stuff that is, it starts with the thought, you know, it starts with your beliefs and then that turns into actions and then into habits. So, you know, a lot of times on my podcast, I say your state of health starts with your state of mind. Like this, this is prime example of it. Like you have to figure out exactly what, what you want out of life. Because yeah, that will drive sure. you to do whatever it is you want to do or not want to do, right? Right, right. Yes. And the the second point I wanted to bring up was what you just mentioned recently about like, you know, kind of controlling your environment. I mean, I think that's also so key too, because you really want to set up your your own environment for success. Like for example, like even before when I went down this whole plant-based lifestyle, like mm-hmm. if there was chips in the in the cupboards, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. You know what I mean? If there's frozen pizza in yeah. the fridge, I'm going to eat it. Like yeah. there's, it, it'll get eaten. If not today, tomorrow, like yeah. take that stuff away, you know, yeah. replace it with stuff that is healthy for you. And th- this leads to my last point. Cause you know, you talked about like, instead of thinking about like taking it away from you when, whenever humans are limited, like they, yeah. they're like stopped from doing what they want to do. They want to even do it even more, you know? So yeah. like changing that mindset to, to think about you're, you're actually, you know, increasing something in your life that was missing before. And like mm-hmm. going back to Dr. Dean Ornish, he, he says mm-hmm. this often, you know, what you gain is more than what you're, you know, letting go. For you sure. Know? For and, sure. and this is, this is prime example of that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it goes, it goes back again to like the sugar, fat, salt combination, Mm. like you said, with chips too. Literally, I mean, just over the last few years, and I've been plant, plant plant-based for 12 years now, but like, it's been a, it's been a complete journey, but I, we just can't bring chips in the house anymore. We just can't do it. 
Sure. <laughs> sure. We can't do it. Um, yeah. They're going to be gone in a day if we if we do yeah. that. And totally. uh, we'll just we'll feel horribly afterward. So, you know, make your own chips. You can yeah. still have chips. Kale chips. Kale chips. <laughs> yeah. Or, or get a package of uh, regular corn tortillas, cut them into discs and put them on a baking sheet. Totally. You know? Oh, my God. Totally. So good. And then spray it with some lime. Yeah. Um, lime juice. So good. And yeah. Yeah. You know like, what you said? It triggered my memory about the book, you know, that you, you just mentioned, The Pleasure Trap, how, yeah. um, you know, they refer to it as SOS salt mm -hmm. oil sugar like yeah. you know you that that stuff is all chock filled with sos stuff that stuff we just mentioned the chips Absolutely. the processed foods yeah, yeah. so it's like you know limiting that and or you know eliminating altogether from your house you're doing yourself a huge favor and the step the right direction you know yeah and just going back also to the environment piece like i i just got done listening to um atomic habits from oh. by james clear and you know I think we only have five, three or five really great decisions that we can make on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. So truly like we've got to take the obstacles out, remove yes. the obstacle right. um, so that you can make better choices. It's part of creating um, a lifestyle versus just a, sh a short change. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Love that. Love that. So what would you say, you know, are the keys for a person let okay let's just say now you convince some of the people after our talk right now they're ready to make that change mm -hmm. what are some of the keys that you would tell a person who's ready to commit to plant nutrition to help them make the transition from the way that they've previously been eating like meat and processed foods to mm -hmm. eating more whole food plants yeah um i think they have to understand what type of person they are. So that's something that I, I definitely make sure that my clients know first, are they the all or nothing type of person? Right. Or are they the type of person that want to take this, you know, step by step? So we have to first figure that out. And I think that that's, I, you know, I honestly wanted to go cold turkey, if you will, cold tofu, if you want to say that. <laughs> I wanted to make the change um, all at once. And I think I did try actually, uh, thinking like it was a long time ago. So I'm trying to remember it, but I do, I do remember myself, uh, seeking out like, um, plant-based chicken nuggets. And, um, the actual brand was called health is wealth. And that's actually one of like the things I say all the time now, <laughs> which is funny. Cause it all started from that box, that blue box of fake chicken nuggets. Um, but you know, it didn't really necessarily work for me to just drop everything at once because uh -huh. I just honestly didn't know what to eat. So what I did uh -huh. was I would eat like tons and tons of frozen frozen yogurt. Uh -huh. um, I would go, you know, like when all those frozen yogurt bars popped up across the country with like, you could put all the toppings on them, like they were everywhere. So I would go to those like multiple times a day because I just thought that I needed so much protein. So I really just didn't know I didn't know what I was doing. So what I think you need to first decide is, are you going to do this all at once? Or are you going to, um, like, what type of person are you? Or are you going to, you know, do this step by step? And I think um, once you figure that out, you have to then start. That's the, you know, you have to start. And once you've started, you either make replacements, like I said, make some swaps, or if you're ready to just kind of go more full force, then you load yourself up with armor, such as making sure you have 
a plan for the week, uh, making sure you have recipes that you love, getting awesome cookbooks that are like bomb, you know, like Oshi Glows or even How Not to Diet and How Not to Diet cookbooks are really great. They have really amazing recipes, tons of recipes from PCRM that are very approachable and that taste so good and that are packed with flavor. I think honestly, when somebody goes to a whole food plant-based diet from an overly processed way of eating, they have to make sure that they're getting enough flavor and they have to make sure that they're eating enough. Those are the things mm. that I also make sure are happening because a lot of the times the foods that are whole plant foods are much less calorically dense. So you need to make sure that you're getting enough calories so that everything tastes good and that you're full and that you have enough energy. So that was kind of a totally multifaceted answer, but no, no, all, um, but all great points, all great points. Yeah. And that last and that last part of it, I think is so crucial because you, you know, touching on what you mentioned before about like your taste buds, and your yeah. gut, like it's not used to eating this way. Right. So you kind of, you you do, you kind of have to gradually move towards yeah. that direction, but still make the food taste good. Because mm -hmm. if you just go straight from that processed food to, you know, let's go back to talking about broccoli, just eating broccoli, like let's say you don't have anything in it, of course it's not gonna taste that good for that person, yeah. right? Yeah. But if right. you prepare it in such a way that it is tasty, Yes. You know, I think that that is going to be key for them. And then, yes. you know, the other part, too, of course, is like the calorie density. Right. So, yeah, yeah th those are all really important points. And mm -hmm. so what would you say then are like maybe the common problems that you see in some of your clients for those starting out or, you know, just those pitfalls you often see? You know, I think one of them we already mentioned, like just setting up your environment at home for success. What are some of the other things that you've seen, you know, uh, you know, over the years? I see reluctant reluctancy to change because they don't know their why. So that's why I keep going mm. back to that. And that's something that I've actually created a program about. And I'm like, it's my very first launch. We just launched it. It's a 12 week program, but it is largely based on finding that why for the first entire month and mindset. Like you have to have the right mindset and in going into, again, you have to you have to know why you're doing this. It's not torture because yeah. so many people that I work with are coming from a place of, I've been on the yo-yo, no, I've done keto, I've done sure. this, I've done that and I lost weight and then it all came back. Well, it's because you didn't have the reason why like this is not a diet this is a lifestyle change it's right. a shift in the patterns that you're that you have on a daily basis um you know it's a literal shift in your gut microbiome like it's a process it's a journey and um that honestly is the biggest obstacle like they're they'll get on a path of like oh my gosh this recipe was so good i feel so good for a few weeks time or a few months time and then it's like back to square one why am i doing this you know there there's just not a deep enough why that's truly right. what i have found it's so interesting because the next question i was going to ask you was how does a person's mindset and working with your mindset play into this and it is yeah. crucial it's, it's so important. Yeah. And yeah, I will also mention that this again goes back to the environment. So yeah. that's the, the last part of my 12 week program because we need to shift that too. So something that has to do with your mind, like how can you shift your mindset? It's not just you. 
It's also right. the environment. It's the people that you're hanging out with right. that are going to help shift your mindset to a better, to a more healthful pla place, to a supportive place, or somebody that's not really along for the ride that for this, this change and this transformation that you've committed to for yourself, maybe they don't agree with that. Or maybe they're, they're your best friend that is not living a, they're not down the same path that you are, that you're mm -hmm. taking that completely interferes with your success. Right. You can choose to either continue surrounding yourself with that energy with that, you know, maybe lack of support, or you can, you know, surround yourself with people who are going to help shift this lifestyle. That's why I think the blue zones, you know, across this globe there as they, as a culture are all living this lifestyle. So it's like, you know, they're just elevating up together, a better life together versus in this society, especially like here in the Midwest, where I am in Indiana, it's pretty hard to be surrounded by. Oh yeah. People not live that's you know, that's why I want to be in California or in a different place um, and help my my son be raised in a culture like that it has at least more of a plant forward thought process going on. But you know, your mindset has so much to do with your environment. It's all kind of inter intertwined and you have to look at all of those aspects and how are you going to support your mindset the best? It's not just you, but it's also the people around you. It's such a great answer. I mean, that touches on so many different things. So, and you know, like environment that includes that, you know, like you said, the people around you and that includes your family, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I think it's, you know, there's probably some people out there who want to try to do it, but like the family is against it. You know, I think that's yeah. also a tough situation too. But like, you For know, sure. from like a friend standpoint, like you're right. Like, at the end of the day, you kind of have to choose what you want for yourself. Do you want to continue right. hanging around like these sorts of people that may not be fully supportive or kind of indifferent versus, you know, pursuing this life that you want? And again, it comes back to the why, right? Like, yeah, why, why are you doing this in the first place? If it's not strong yeah. enough, then yeah. you're, you're just going to give up. But like all those things kind of play a role. And that's why I think like lifestyle is so important because it doesn't just come from you your lifestyle is like everything around you you know yeah and for sure and i and i grew up in illinois so i know exactly yeah. what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> i mean yeah i used to eat it all the time i don't know if you visit chicago often but like you know chicago style hot dogs yeah. there's this place portillo's that i loved you know growing up i would eat that stuff all the time giordano's yeah. pizza stuffed pizza the like Cheese, the deep like dish the... pizza that was one that was one of the things that actually helped my shift because we went to chicago to visit some friends we went to go get deep dish pizza and on the way home was the worst stomach ache i have ever had oh god ever and that was after i had already stopped eating meat but i was still eating a ton of dairy and i was like oh i'll be fine with all this cheese that's on you know i'll be fine heck no i was not fine like that was that was one of the that was no that hurt my stomach so bad and yes i mean people are just i can't believe people can even eat that um you know looking back but it's crazy town it's yeah crazy. it is it, hey that this is just reason you guys got to move to california I'm yeah not, it, it well, we're gonna have to have an intervention with your husband <laughs> uh, you know i really want to live in Kauai, which was actually almost oh, a okay. blue zone 
Oh, okay. It was all of the Blue Zone, and we visited there uh, several months ago, and I was like, this is the place. They have a farmer's market every single day, oh, several places um, across the island. We farm. I'm like, let's do it. Let's move there. But if he doesn't want to live in the middle of the ocean, then let's at least do California. We're still sure. working on that. So. There's a Blue Zone here in California. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need to go to Loma Linda, all of us. For for sure, for sure. So then let me talk to you about this urban pharmacy. Okay. Yeah. Love the name, by the way. Love, love Thanks. that name. So can you tell our listeners, you know, what this is and how, you know, your passion for healthy living is intertwined in into your mission with this endeavor? Yeah. Oh gosh. So Kind of just going back to my why. My why has been all three reasons that I think that we hear that people are living a more plant-forward lifestyle. It's the animals, it's the environment, and it's our health. And I really truly believe that plants have the capacity to not only heal, but also to help prevent and keep us from getting so many chronic illnesses. So you know, my husband and I bought a farm about five years ago, I think it was, so that we can grow organic produce, sell that to the people, create a, you know, a cycle of change, educate people about how to cook with their food, how to incorporate more plants into their life. We, we grow herbs. A lot of people don't even know how to incorporate that into their life. So mm -hmm. I created the urban pharmacy spelled H E R B A, you know, H-E-R-B-A-N instead of U-R-B-A-N and then right. pharmacy like a farm, because honestly, plants are truly amazing. And <laughs> um, I just think that that speaks so much to what I believe in. So I, I created this brand and we have elderberry products too underneath our green growers and urban pharmacy brand. And it's just, you know, Herbs and plants heal. That's really where Urban Pharmacy came from. For sure. For sure. You know, I had yeah. Dr. Juan on the show, who you, you know. Yes. Well. Yes. And, you know, he, I had him probably a, a couple episodes ago, but, you know, one thing he was, you know, harping on was before we even got into modern medicine, the way that doctors used to treat people was through herbs, was yes. through plants. I mean, and that's For no sure. different from, you know, what we're doing today in terms of like, we're treating our bodies through this nutritious, you know, wholesome, whole food products, right? And 100%. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that, that we've known for a long time, but for some reason, you know, many reasons, in fact, we veered away, you know, from that lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, he is, I just interviewed him for my podcast too, which I'm oh. so excited about two days ago. And um, I hope to even have him on again, because I didn't even get all the questions asked that I wanted to. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, that brings me to the point that he has Neogen uh, Life, and which is supplements. And I'm thinking, what are, what are the supplements that we're taking on a daily basis? Like, as a whole, as a, as a country or worldwide, what are the supplements that people are taking made of plants? Because right. we're not getting enough of them. Exactly. We're just simply not. And we have to take these supplements, like aside from just the, the B and the D and the omegas that we should all be taking aside from those core ones, 
It's, it's tons of plants. It's a mixture of plants. It's a mixture of adaptogenic herbs to be- make our bodies function better, right? So right. we're missing that link. We have to take these plant supplements to just be okay because our diet is so not okay. Yeah, totally. 100%. I mean, I think for certain people it does work, but like, you know, if you can just go straight to the source, you know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost like, you know, the kind of analogous concept of like eating animal products, like just go straight to the source, which is plants. You know? For sure. So <laughs> let me, let me ask you a couple fun questions before we wrap it up. One is what's your favorite plant to eat? like fruit or vegetable, and then uh, let us know why. Oh, geez. This is really hard. You know, it was bananas for so long. I actually even like, like way back in the day when I created my very first AOL email account, <laughs> I named I named it Stace4011 because 4011 is the actual produce code for bananas. Like I was... <laughs> I was and have been. That's so awesome. I had no idea 4001 is really the banana code. But yeah, but now we do 94011 because we have to have the nine because it's organic, organic, right? So the nine. (laughs) But um, I still even have that email. I cannot even believe I still have that email, but we're closing that account. Like it's it's (laughs) historically going away. But um, that was my original OG food, bananas. But, you know, honestly, my favorite food on earth at this time is probably Mamie Sapote. And if you have never tried really? it. No, I, I have um, tried it. Oh my God. Well, not just the, not the orange one, but the actual, the golden one, which is called Canistel. I'm pretty sure it's the Ma- Mamie Sapote family. It's called Canistel, also known as egg fruit. Okay. It is literally like the best it's like the texture of an egg yolk which again doesn't necessarily make me that's not what i'm attracted to but it's it's this amazing consistency that's super thick and it tastes like custard it is so stinking good wow i have that i have not tried i don't think you can order it from i would remember that but yeah you can order it from miami fruit Okay. Or you can um, go to Kauai and have amazing can of stuff. How, how is it prepared? Do you just eat it raw? Like, how does it? Oh, I just eat it straight up raw. Like, it is okay. so good. But you can make, like, you can make all these, all the things with it. Like, I'm sure that's, oh my God, that sounds so tasty. It's ridiculously good. You need to, you need to get it <laughs> like now. <laughs> it's really good. Okay, we got to wrap things up. So then before we go, I want you to just quickly tell us briefly about what you're up to these days. You mentioned the urban pharmacy, but also beauty counter, which I find really interesting. And then your the 12 week program. Yeah, yeah. So just a smidge about beauty counter, you know, it goes back to our environmental toxins. When I was talking about, I think we all we need to be eating as though we're always detoxing because our environment is so contaminated, unfortunately. Sure. And just like our food system with the FDA, we're not protected in terms of our personal care. So we need right. to make sure that we are that we know what we're putting on our body gets into our bloodstream and it affects us on a cellular level. So protecting ourselves from environmental contaminants, cleaning products within your home and personal care products is something that I'm very passionate about educating people about. So I am up to that. And um, also, again, I, I started that 12-week program. People can learn more about that. It's called the Holistic Life Shift. In my private Facebook group, you can either find me on Facebook just by typing in Stacey Heine, or you can search for the private group 
called The Urban Pharmacy. And I'm starting a podcast. It will probably be out by the time that this episode airs. Um, And people can find great recipes on theurbanpharmacy.com. Most of them are SOS free, as you and I were talking about. Um, They would probably be Chef AJ approved for sure. (laughs) And um, I'm going to be on her show, by the way, in June. So not sure when this is airing, but um, just up to lots of things that have to do with plants and helping people live a more holistic life. Amazing. Amazing. So Stacy Heine, make sure to check out her Instagram page, that Facebook group, Beauty Counter. We'll have all those links in our show notes. And I just wanted to take this time out to really thank you for, for being here. I, thank you know, you I'm, so I'm so honored and I'm glad we actually finally got to meet virtually. Hopefully sometime in the near future, we can meet in person. Hey, maybe when you guys move out here to California. <laughs> That's right. I can't wait for Kyle to listen to this episode. <laughs> oh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, for sure. Would love to have you back. So we'll see you soon. Okay. Take care. All right. Take care. Be well. So what did you think? How wonderful is Stacy Heine? It was so great talking with her. And I hope that our discussion helps inspire you to turn those ideas of eating plant-based into real sustainable action. In addition, Stacy launched her own podcast earlier this year called The Urban Pharmacy, which I was grateful to be one of her guests on the show. And that episode is already aired, so please go check that out. Please reach out to Stacy and me to let us know how this episode was for you on our social platforms which you can find all the links to in our show notes. Lastly, I'm always interested in improving this show. So email me at drjonar at gmail.com if there's any suggestions on topics you want to hear, how we can make the show better for you, or to just let me know how a specific episode or guest helped to inspire you. I really look forward to hearing from you. So grateful for Stacy being on the show, and as always, so grateful for you tuning in. So if you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review my podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts, and share it with your family, friends, and online because sharing is caring. Thanks again to the wonderful and smart Amelia Liu, my intern, to Jacob Ferrer for production help, and to Stock Sounds for the music. And lastly, to you. Thank you again for listening. Stay tuned for our next episode. And remember, your state of health starts with your state of mind. So till next time, Enjoy the process, my friends. This podcast is intended for educational purposes only and is not medical advice, so please talk to your primary physician for that. In addition, the views and opinions expressed by me are my own and not that of my former, current, or future employer. This also applies to my guests. Finally, we do our best to make every effort to relay correct information. We do not guarantee its accuracy. Thank you for listening.